Welcome to Stories of the Unexpected. I'm Father Dwight Longenecker. This is a sample episode of a series of podcasts which are on my blog. Each week I put up a different story about something that has happened to me or to a family member or a friend. Sometimes the stories are from the lives of the saints. Each of the stories are supernatural, miraculous, marvelous, stories that we cannot explain, stories that are mysterious. And the stories are uh, posted as podcasts to get us thinking about the reality that there are more things in heaven on earth than your philosophy hath dreamt of, Horatio, which is a quote from Shakespeare's Hamlet. And that quote uh, was said by Hamlet after he and his friend Horatio witnessed the uh, ghost of his dead father. And therefore, these events of the supernatural and the miraculous help us to look again at the nature of reality help us to look again at the nature of our religion uh, so that we can think again about ourselves and our destiny and um, some of the bigger issues. The stories will be about 10 to 15 minutes long because I'll be telling the story and then uh, spending some time reflecting and some of the asking some of the questions that arise from these kind of stories. If you would like to listen to more of them, then I invite you to go to my blog, DwightLongenecker.com. Uh, you'll find them there under the heading, Stories of the Unexpected. Whenever there's a new one, I'll also be posting a, a blog post to let people know. So here, here's the first story. The story is called The Cars That Passed in the Night. It happened around the late 1950s when I was about three years old. Uh, I had an older brother and an older sister. My mom and dad were uh, committed Christians who were involved running a youth club, which uh, and they called it Teenage Club. And so you can imagine the 1950s, it must have been filled with um, girls with those long skirts and bobby socks and boys with slick back hair listening to Elvis Presley. Anyway, they were uh, they would go to the youth club uh, on a Friday night and... Uh, then afterwards, they would drive about the 30 or 45 minute drive back home again. And uh, this one particular Friday night, they bundled us into the back of the car as they usually did, uh, putting down the back seats of, of the station wagon, putting down some blankets. And the three of us kids were asleep in the back while mom and dad drove home. So I don't remember the instance, the incident, but uh, my mom and dad told it like this. They said they were going down a narrow lane. This would be in southeastern Pennsylvania in the hills there. And uh, on either side of the lane was a steep, were steep banks with, with fences, fences and hedgerows on top. And uh, as they went down this narrow lane with, where there was no passing place, uh, and they went to the, t the brow of a hill, and as they did, they could see out in the distance that another car was uh, coming along the lane in the opposite direction. Uh, they saw its headlights, and they saw that it was also moving at high speed. And they also realized that as they went down into the next uh, valley, that car would be coming up the hill on the opposite side and wouldn't be able to see them. And that therefore, as they went up the hill on the other side, the car would come over the brow of that hill and there would inevitably, inevitably be a, a head-on high speed, a head-on collision. There was nothing they could do. There was no place to turn. There was no place to pass. There was no place to get out of the way. It was too late to reverse and try to, to get out of the way. They, they tried flashing their lights, but he was on the other side of the hill and couldn't see them. You can imagine their panic. The three of their children in the back of the car, a high-speed head-on collision, they knew that they were probably going to die in a few seconds. And sure enough, the other car came over the hill, uh, head-on, straight for them. My dad said, as the car came closer to us, to them, my mom said, 
she said a little prayer like, oh, help Jesus, or, or oh, Lord, something like that. They said they even saw the terrified face of the other driver in the light of their headlights. And then my dad said they he felt like he sort of blacked out for a second. And the next thing he knew, he was looking in the rearview mirror, and he could see the receding lights, taillights, of the car that most assuredly was going to hit them head on. They stopped and they turned around, incredulous, to watch the car disappear over the next hill, going in the other direction. What do you make of such a story? Uh, of course, the scientist will come back and say, well, these things are impossible. Okay, you, you, you think that's what happened, but that didn't happen. Uh, somehow or other, both drivers found a way to pass. They found a way to squeeze by, or um, maybe you, you imagined it. Maybe it was a hallucination or a dream. Uh, maybe something else happened in your brain, but it did, that didn't happen because that can't happen. And the scientist says, we've got these fixed laws of nature. Um, cars are made of metal and, and rubber and steel and they don't if, they, if, if they're going at high speed at one another they will crash uh, and people will be hurt and killed my mom and dad said as far as they were concerned it was a miracle that the one car miraculous, miraculously passed through the other and the Lord had spared our lives all five of us well what do you make of that uh, if you believe in miracles, then you say, okay, there was a miracle there and something wonderful happened. Uh, and maybe the hard and fast physical rules of, uh, ruled laws of physics that, that govern our apprehension of the world are, are not what they, they, we thought they were. Maybe the physical world that we think is so solid and real uh, is, is not quite as solid as we thought. Uh, maybe reality is rubbery. <laughs> maybe it's flexible. May maybe, in fact, there's all sorts of uh, variables that we were, were not able to encounter before. Maybe there were all sorts of um, new dimensions to reality that are normally restricted to uh, from us, but in extraordinary circumstances are opened up. And this is what we uh, say that a miracle is. A miracle is um, a an intervention in the natural uh, laws of nature uh, by God, that he, he's the, he created the, the natural world. He can interrupt it if he wishes to. So if we posit that this was actually a miracle, and one car passed through another, and we were miraculously saved from uh, what would have most certainly have been um, um, a fatal crash, then it raises another question, and this is the question of what we call theodicy, uh, an explanation for God and his providence. If our Car, if we were spared from a fatal car crash, why isn't everybody? Uh, why do airplanes still fall out of the sky? Why do cars still crash? Why do trains uh, still crash and boats sink with loss of life and suffering and, and, and uh, all, all sorts of horrible things? Why does God save some people from a terrible crash and not others? And this is where we get into the realm of mystery. We don't know. We don't know. First of all, uh, we can actually say maybe he does it more often than you think. Maybe every day, hundreds and thousands of airplanes miraculously stay up in the sky, uh, and and hundreds and thousands of cars don't crash because the the, the guardian angels are, work, are working overtime. But of course, we never know about these miracles because the crashes don't happen, uh, and things go on as we perceive to be normal. But maybe, in fact, miracles are happening every day all over the place. Well, could be, but that still leaves us with the question, uh, why do some 
uh, accidents then still happen? Why are people still killed in car crashes and plane crashes and, and boat sinking and all the rest? Again, that bounces us back to the, the providence of God. We have to say, well, if, if this is true and God interrupted, then God is in charge, but he must have other plans for other people. Uh, we don't know what those plans are. It could be that the evil of human beings interrupts some of God's plans, and he has to readjust and recalibrate a little bit. Um, we, we don't know. These are all interesting theological questions. Does is, is God's will and providence adjusted by our free will? Can, can we change God's plan, and can he bring something better out of it? These are all questions that arise from these kind of incidents. At the end of the day, it brings us to the threshold of faith, where we say, okay, Something weird and wonderful happened. Uh, I experienced it. I can't explain it. Um, and this helps me to put my uh, hand in the Lord's hand, to step over into the realm of faith, uh, and to understand that there are things in the, in the world that are greater than our philosophy has dreamt of, uh, that weird things happen, wonderful things happen. Uh, and the way to accept them is to move forward, um, always looking for the natural explanation, uh, and yet always being open to a miraculous explanation. In other words, uh, to be believing but not gullible, to be skeptical um, but not doubtful. And with that kind of an attitude, we can face uh, the stories of the unexpected and we can begin to make a little bit of sense of them, always standing on the threshold of wonder and, and realizing uh, that there is another realm and there's uh, there are things that happen that ultimately we can't explain except to say, over to you, Lord. Well, that is the first of my stories of the unexpected. If you would like to listen to them every week, I invite you to go to my blog, DwightLongenecker.com. This aspect of my blog, this section of my blog, is actually behind a paywall. So if you would like to listen, uh, then I invite you to become a donor subscriber. If you click on the, the tab that says subscribe, you can see how to do that. Now, um, if you do subscribe, you will also open up, you'll see on that page, all the different benefits to donor subscribers, um, free book offers and uh uh, free subscriptions, sometimes subscriptions and special offers, which I negotiate for my donor subscribers. Uh, also, a relationship with me where we can talk and we can we can exchange emails and discuss things. Uh, and most of all, my donor subscribers are helping me to maintain my blog and maintain my free podcasts. Most of the stuff is free uh, for the thousands of listeners and, and readers all over the world. And to do so without having any ads. Uh, when you go to my blog, there, there's no ads for for you know celebrities and 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 the Book of Mormon and and all sorts of other stuff. My blog is ad free and it's ad free uh, because people sign up to be donor subscribers. And I invite you to do the same. Thank you for listening to Stories of the Unexpected. I'm Father Dwight Longenecker. <laughs>